Call me to set you up Want me to come and wet you up Cause you are out of town nigga like Biggie Heard about the shit with Diddy So I came through to vest you up And I got a vest for 40 A vest for Hush A vest for every nigga with an owl on his chest And what? I got LA Unified You better all commit suicide Teachers ain't testing us See I know how I feel to be platinum plus Niggas is jealous of you So they try to wrap you up Tax you up But it's over your blood money Nigga catch these bullets Like you catch the bus Welcome to the Asian Show, it's the Aquafina Asian Show for September 5th, 2018. How is it going everybody? Did you have a good Labor Day weekend as a laborer? Unless you're a filthy billionaire or tech bro who's not, I'm not a labor man. I change the world out there. I'm a world changer man. I'm a tech bro or a programmer man. It's not a bug, it's a feature. You know, that kind of people. Um, yeah, I, I, I had a... I, it, you know, when people say it's the official end of the summer, I was like, bullshit, man. And that's September 21st. But after having a really wild, crazy uh, nine weeks or so, um, and more music festival trivia, blah, 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 I really haven't been home until the Labor Day Sunday and Monday uh, in like 10, 12 days, I would say a couple weeks at least, that to really sit down, do some work, you know, like clean up the computer, clean the storage room, do some vacuuming, uh, assess what the travel schedule will be for this coming week for Seattle and San Francisco. I, I just realized it's like th- there's a lot to do as an adult right here. So, um, well, and then uh, so the, how the weekend was spent. I mean, last week I was in Canada and came back. Of course, you heard a part of the uh, another anniversary show. Uh, where we talked about two hours actually um, about the stuff, and then I shared a part of it. I'll share more of it next week. Um, it work the work's been kind of busy too. Um, it's a little busier than I expected. I'm trying to get everybody ready before I go away for almost a week or so, and uh, and then I like more music festival. It's the last summer music festival, man. It's the last stuff you know before the way to go shit, and then like it starts fucking snowing in the Midwest. So. You know, some people are in a rush to go. So I was at the Royal Oak. Uh, what was it? The Arts, Beats, and Eats. They had Gin Blossoms, Everclear. I didn't see AWOL Nation. I didn't see other guys. You know, AWOL, I, I was, I needed to get some shit done at home. And then I needed a fucking break. I'll be honest. So it really helped. Uh, I realized I was helping my friend Sam to get his computer parts, get his uh, desktop going. Yet at the same time, I realized that after this Windows 10 update, it just stopped rebooting at all. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? So I had to, after about two years after I got the Windows 10 update, and then I think it's been like four years since I did the Windows 7 fresh update, I try to find my way to reinstall Windows 10 without having a Windows 10, which is a goddamn possible. It is possible to do it, but man, I, I really struggled to do it over 16 hours. And I finally figured it out. That's a good thing. I mean, I figured it out like a Tuesday morning just before I went to work. I was like, Jesus, dude. Uh, but it, it was a struggle. It was a struggle. And then I just got the desktop back up and running. Only thing that's left is I cannot connect to my router. and the, Well, the router driver. I mean, I, I can connect to the router. That's not a problem. I get a network and everything, VPN, all good. All good. Fantastic. Fantastic. But um, I cannot connect to the network drive where he has all my photos and all that stuff. And I, how am I going to back this shit up now? You know, I downloaded the Grand Theft Auto again. <laughs> Just because, you know. So, no, that that being said, uh, it, it needed a refresh. 
Um, it's been four years, so it needed a refresh. And I, for a little while, I was like, should I buy a whole new computer here? It's like, nah, that that's a mistake. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. He's like, you don't need to spend any more money right now. You just spent it on a fucking Galaxy Note 9. So do not spend it. Why'd you get a Galaxy Note 9, BK? I don't know. It's my... I don't know. I got it for my dad, okay? I was like, I got a Galaxy S9 Plus 2, but I gave that to my sister, okay? It's a it's a reward that I gave, you know, for the good job that she did as a PhD student. Good job. Good job. You know? Um... Anyways, what did I want to talk about before I head off to uh, Seattle and San Francisco? You know, two places I talked about a few times. If you want to hear San Francisco in particular, last time I was there was at the uh, when the Women's March first happened, uh, middle of January 2017, if I remember right. It was after the MLK Day weekend. It was a week after. It was literally a day trip that I took. Uh, I think that was like episode... That was an episode like something. Uh, you'll find that San Francisco episode. Um, so go check that out. Uh, Seattle, I mean, my th- th- that's where the show started originally. Am I ready to go back and check over there? I don't know. It's been 15 months since I've been back. So how is the construction going? Is it going to fucking rain? I I really hope it doesn't rain because I it's barely September. And I'm like, I want to go with Grace when it's nice. For one day at least, like I, I, I'm thinking about going hiking too. So I'm like, fuck, it better not rain. So, anyways, uh, crossing my fingers. Wish me all the best. I am not so optimistic, knowing the amount of precipitation that has occurred the last two winters or so. Uh, episode twenty-three, the alternative, alternative, the San Francisco edition. That was a San Francisco episode I had. Thirty-six minutes. I talked. Jeez, BK, you used to talk a lot. You used to talk a lot. What the fuck? Um. Uh, what did I want to mainly talk about? Oh, uh, I finally got to see the uh, one of the things that uh I got to do after he came back uh from the Canada and then the camping and all the summer activities is the uh the uh what was that thing? Crazy Rich Asians. Finally saw that movie. Uh, saw that with Grace. Uh, I guess it was a romantic movie, so it was a romantic thing you had to do. It's and then you know what I I, I tell this to other people is like, look, man, look, man, for Asian people in general, East Asians especially, it's our fucking Black Panther of the year, okay? <laughs> so, and then uh, that, I saw that another movie uh at the theater. Uh, what what, what was it? Uh, that it was like a comedy movie or something, Black Clan, Clan or something. Uh, I was like, what? It's like, it's like everybody thought like, Black Klansman. That was a movie, low budget feature film. Uh, is this? A, yeah, it was a low budget feature film that came out. Uh, but anyways, I saw that, and then I was like, whatever this is. Anyway, what am I talking about that movie? I wanted to throw the basic point is I wanted to throw the people off. Like I was like, people look at me and Greece, both Asian descent people, and then go like automatically assume that like. You're going to go see the crazy Asians, aren't you? It's like, crazy rich Asians, aren't you? Nah, I wanted to see the fucking, uh, the, the other movie that's in there. You know, Black Klansman or some shit. I don't know. You know, I want, I came to see Ocean's, like, 8 on the dirt cheap for $2. I don't know. Fuck you, guy. I don't like your racial profiling over here, but they were right. And then the funny, <laughs> the fu- fucked up thing is me and Grace were walking through the theater. Um, 
I got the ticket online, and then I saw we saw an Asian couple over there, and then we just stared at them, and they said, "Look at them. They're gonna go see the crazy rich Asians." And then like, we looked at each other, and we're like, "Wait, there's like a pot calling the kettle fucking black." The hypocrisy just amazes me. Oh, as I look at the ceiling, and I'm like, "Why am I hating on the fellow people that are doing the exact same thing you're about to do, entering the theater? What's wrong with both of us?" You know, but then we laugh at ourselves and it's like, ha ha ha. And then we just walk in, you know, that's what makes us great, you know. And then it turns out the prediction was true because they sat a row in front of us. And then I was like, it's that Asian couple. And then I'm sure that couple said the same thing looking back at us whenever we weren't looking. It's like, it's that other Asian couple. And then we're the only two, like the Asian pairs there, not the fruit, pairing pairs. Uh, and then the, the no other Asian people were there. I don't think as as much as I can recall. And then we it was a variety of a diverse crowd watching this movie, which was great. I I saw a black father and son, a kid. That was like, I first of all, it's surprising that like a father and son movie is a fucking romantic comedy. No, like I'm not saying shitting on that, but I just find that interesting. It's like I don't know how he picked that as like a son. We're gonna go see the last summer movie. Okay, Dad, what are we going to see? Are we going to see Black Panther again or something? Are you want to go see the Ant-Man? Uh, let's go see the Crazy Rich Asians, okay? Like, huh? I don't know. I, I, just, I just found that weird. Father and son, romantic movie. Like, can you imagine me and my dad going to go see... Hey, we can let's go see a movie. Well, what do you want to go see, Dad? Uh, let's go see 500 Days of Summer. I heard a lot about that thing. It's been a buzz of the century on the fucking Twitter. It's non-linear. I'm curious. I'm like, uh... I wanted to see fucking John Wick, you know, something like that. I don't know. There was a that. Now I think about it, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck. Uh, anyways, the crazy rich Asians. I, the movie was all right. I mean, it was good. It was a. It, it was a, was it a unique story, uh, in a way, but not really. It's a typical. It. It. Ever st- first time since the Joy Luck Club in 1993. Uh, it's. It's entirely majority Asian American cast, uh, East Asian to be specific, specific over here, uh, and it, I I don't know I don't know I know the lady from the Fresh Off the Boat, Constance Wu I know she was in there and then it was the first role that I've seen her not do an accent I was like what the Michelle Yao, she's in it the Bond girl Ken Jeong shows up Aquafina I didn't know who the fuck Aquafina was until this movie. You know, I don't know a lot of things. Like, I didn't know who the Gin Blossoms were. I didn't know the Everclear. I knew their songs once I heard it. Like, I'm really out of depth with the pop culture, unlike I thought I was. So, anyways, uh, I then people are like praising it, and then there's a sequel also in works as well. The biggest beef that I have with this movie is the uh, it's supposed to be taking place from Singapore. Uh, and then Michelle Yeoh's character is a mom of a Singaporean, and I'm like, Nick Young is not a Singaporean. The guy is a half Malay, half British, first of all. And yes, granted, the the aunties and all that, and then there are a lot of Singaporean presence there, and then you're the Shinglish. Uh, but I would just like something's a little mi- a miss here, you know. And so that's one thing. Also, what was it? The whole the some. Sp- some spoilers of the movie. I mean, I'll, I'll bet it's a very predictable romantic comedy. So basically, a guy wants to bring his girl to her parents, or his parents. 
and she thinks it's gonna be sort of a walk in the park. Turns out the guy is the most like one of the most uh, desired eligible bachelors in the whole entire fucking country, and then like and as the title says, it's there's crazy rich, and the mom and the family disapproves of this because you know like what comes with the crazy rich is a legacy building, not the personal desire and sacrifice that you have to put through. So um, one of the big flaw that I see in this movie is if I'm gonna say it right now, I'm gonna get right to the point. So, the mother, Nick Young's mother, Michelle Yao, and then the the, the, the grandma, the grandma uh, who was played by Lisa Liu, the grandma liked the girl, and the mom never liked the girl, you know, which is fairly weirdly predictable. The surprise of it is, in the... The... the <laughs> The mom and grandma basically tag team to say this American, Constance Wu's character, Rachel, uh, is, is an illegitimate daughter from an affair, blah, blah, blah. Therefore, cannot afford this. Now, how, if the mother and the grandmother are such legacy sustaining, you know, whatchamacallit, the foundation of the family and have such foresight to see certain things. How the hell can they just like put the girl in the spot like that and then say, you know, she's from an adulterous relate she's a she's a baby born out of a wedlock basically. H- how do you blame her, man? Like how do you like that's yes, that's a scandalous tabloid topic for one of the famous like the f- famousest family in the country. But like Really, you really have a foresight that like that's not gonna piss off your son, your grandson that way. Really, really, I don't know, man. And the 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 the, the whole uh, the, the 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 other one, you know, the the lack of Singaporean cast aside, the other one that that really in a way bothered me was, hey, America wins always. What does it mean by that? So, <laughs> so. Rachel, the Constance Wu's character, Rachel, is considered an American in this thing, right? And then she's going to out, you know, without pride, you know, the mom and the grandma, you know, show up basically. And then it's like, I'm just as smart. I'm as a whatever. Throw the American swagger. Of course, you got to, you got to like stand your ground for sure. But you got to, you got to go win it, man. That Aquafina is an inspirational fucking speech to the pregame halftime speech that she just gave to Rachel and I'm like and then she magically I guess the mom magically approves of the professor Chu here Rachel and I'm like American way wins <laughs> uh, like the reverse psychology she was doing and I'm like if you look at it through it I'm just go like yeah I mean sure Rachel and the guy Nick Young, deserve each other, blah, 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 all that shit. However, I'm just like, America won. <laughs> Once again, America always wins. You know, that's how the heroes happen, okay? So, did that bother me? I don't know. Like, it didn't bother me, but it was just something that I observed. And I was just going, eh, I don't know. Yeah, it's fairly predictable. But I'm like, after spewing all the Confucius family legacy bullshit, uh, which is a very admirable thing that like Western culture don't understand. 
America fucking won. And you just like, the American lady invaded and won the fucking family. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? So, anyways, uh, so there's some flaws. Not the flaws, but the gaps in the movie. I just go like, what the fuck? Um, and then the guy, guy, Nick Young, is like, I, and then I, the, what's, what's his face? Rachel, the professor Rachel Chu. If she's that smart and thorough, NYU economics professor, you did not Google the guy once. Like, however, one or two years that you went out. You never searched the guy at all. Really? Really? Are you like, are you like you know, how come you never told me about you? I'm like, bitch, you got a laptop. Come on now. So, I mean, yes, you do it out of the fucking uh, yeah, the dramatic story plot line of the movie and all. But, like, with a 2018 that we're living, I'm just like, really? You really didn't look at it? I, I, I don't believe it. So, anyways, there's some flaws there. I just like, uh, I, flaws. I keep calling it a flaw. And then the other thing is like, uh, the, the, the fucking accents in this movie. Yeah, I mentioned the Singaporean thing earlier, but like, the matriarch, the main crazy rich family, don't have any Singaporean accent other than the aunties. You know, the main one, Astrid, uh, fucking Nick Young, Michelle Yao. They don't have any of the accents. And I'm just like, dang. There were hilarious moments in the movie, which was like the Ken Jung. He just flat out said, "Hey, uh, he was trying to do some funky ass accent," but then, the, but then at the end, like, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, what is it? What did you say? I'm United States educated too. I went to Cal State Fullerton. I couldn't stop laughing. I don't know why. I I just found the Cal State Fullerton part the funniest <laughs> out of all of it. But anyway, uh, overall, it was a good movie. Uh, it. I'm glad they didn't go to the uh, Netflix because uh, I I the week before I saw the other Netflix movie which was All the Boys I Loved or something, and it's sort of a similar vibe. Not the exact same movie, obviously, because it's about high school. Uh, yes, there's an Asian girl, and then all the five different boys that like she fell in love with. Blah blah blah. Uh, but if this just got into the Netflix, because the Netflix exclusive movies don't have the same feel and impact that I feel like the box office movie does. Um, to be honest, the, the, the creators made the right choice. And like, look, uh, this movie is not just about a fucking, you know, romantic movie in Asians. It's like, it's about, it's about making a crazy stand that like a taking a, you know, get over the whitewashing and all that shit, which is fantastic in my opinion. Um, so, if you read the story of this, I mean, whitewashing of all the characters. You you heard the, you heard the hashtag from a couple of years ago, starring John Cho. Basically, I'm like, yeah, same thing, like Dragon Ball live movie. How can Goku's a fucking white dude? What the fuck? The 21 or the 23, 21, I think. The MIT, the the the, the blackjack movie. You know, you had the background in the couple Korean couple there at the MIT students, but like the rest of the main characters are all white all of a sudden. I was like, Jesus, man, all the Chinese kids like basically robbed the fucking casinos with the blackjack game, car counting, not these guys. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know how this movie would have worked, you know, whitewashing, you know, like, are you gonna get a white woman? I guess it's like, oh, I'm reading Wikipedia now. It must be true. Another of the producers. Who, init- who was initially interested in the project proposed whitewashing the role of the heroine Rachel Chu by casting a Caucasian actress. Why would the- what the fuck, man? What are these people thinking? 
prompting Quan to option the film rights to just for one dollar in exchange for continuing the role to be So, um, I mean, yes, it's a historically a significant movie. Uh, I know some people are not happy with the casting. Like, for me, it's more of a from an accuracy standpoint as a Singapore and all that. So, <laughs> it was a little weird hearing the accent. I'm like, yes, I mean, but then I go like, you know what? One step at a time. One step at a time. There, there might be more. Who the hell knows? Uh, but. I, I think this movie also attracted hugely. You know, the title is very simple. But also, we, we've seen this with America's obsession the last 10 years. With the wealth and richness in general. If this movie is not called The Crazy Rich Asians, if it were just like a, uh, one, <laughs> one Green Tea Hill or something, I don't know. Like, that wouldn't have attracted as much. Because it had the crazy rich Asian. And it go like, crazy rich, eh? It's like, how rich can they be? And it's like, let's go find out. Because America has had this obsession with wealth ever since the, the, the economic downturn in 08. You saw that with Wolf of Wall Street. You know, the story is, is very obvious. But yet, like, people, like, lionize wealth. We do that with the movies, like the Wolf of Wall Street I just mentioned, The Great Gatsby, uh, Iron Man even. You know, the guy has so much stupid fucking amount of money. He's a superhero. And can do whatever the fuck he wants. Crazy Rich Asians. Uh, are there other Crazy Rich People movie that I'm, I'm not thinking of right now? Yeah, there are some there. And then just in general, the attraction of wealth, you know, because like, you know, making a quick buck. You know, Shark Tank or uh, the venture capital with like Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, Amazon. You know, there's a wealth everywhere. And then people idolize it and just look at it as like, God, isn't that? Yeah, let's let's, let's see a movie. Let's hear a story. Let's read an article about these crazy rich people in general. And you know what? This movie happened to have Asians and have a historic landmark in it. But I think the rich, the financial wealth factor has uh, affected into people getting attracted to the movie. And I, I think we should not lose that side of the cultural discussion that we have, you know, regardless the race at this stage. So people are obsessed with money and the flaunting of wealth in general and then just like staring at it. Um, and they go, oh, it's a sweet story. There's an underdog. There's a Cinderella in here, you know, like, which has a lot of reference used in this too. You know, in the movie, yeah, you want to be a Cinderella, Rachel? You know, that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think they're, the timing just worked. Uh, casting worked. Yeah, and then there's some casting that were not happy. Uh, what was it? It's all, like, it's all Chinese people in the movie. And <laughs> only only Korean person in this. As a Korean, I understand this. Like the Jamie Chung, she said, "Hey, I auditioned it, but I didn't get it because I'm not Chinese enough." And then, and then yeah, there's a beef among. This is where you get a fucking beef between Asians here. But I'm like, would you really like? I can't be diverse to. Ja- I see where Jamie Chung's coming from. But then, if you remember the memoir, memoirs of Geisha. The fucking Chinese girl was a geisha, and then 
that Chinese girl took a lot of shit back in the homeland about that thing. And then if I ever see like a Korean girl portraying a Japanese character, especially doing a wartime or something, I'll be like, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe. But, you know, maybe times are different now. So <laughs> the racial purity um, of it. But the fact that, it, hey, at least they try to portray Asian is half Asians, whatever. Eurasian, whatever you want to call it, you know, you know, it, it, it's a one step forward. It's like Barack Obama, the first black black president, and then all the white people hate him. I'm like, dude, he's half white too. He's raised by a white grandmother and a white mother. Jesus, you know, one step at a time, one step at a time. So, anyways, uh, good movie. Some flaws, some annoyances that I noticed, but in my opinion, it it's it's not. It doesn't deter. These don't deter you from not watching this movie. I highly recommend it. Please go support it. Um, so, <laughs> and then if you're if you're one of those Asian people that are like so like really offended by the casting and then the accent, I was a little more annoyed from a factual standpoint. But I'm still glad that this movie came out. And if you're really offended by it, dude, good. Like, go make your own fucking movie. And go bitch about it on Twitter. And then go make it sound like it's 500,000 people bitching about it. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I I understand. And then, the you know, people, this is, there's so many Chinese people in this movie. Hey, you got to sell this shit in China. Only f- five movies gets into the mainland China. This is probably going to make it, okay? <laughs> but let's see, man. Uh, I they, They're making a sequel. So maybe they'll, uh, you know, switch it up a little bit. Get new characters and all that. Get the new casting. You know, maybe this will get another, like, Asian cast movie somewhere. I don't know. So, starring John Cho. When is John? I wish John Cho would have a cameo in the sequel or something just to prove the fucking point. It'd be hilarious. But anyways, oh, God, I'm rambling on here. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, I still don't have any social media. Please uh, email me at aa-show.com. Email me at aa-show.com. And we'll be in West Coast next week, so we won't be taking a recording tool there. We'll be driving and walking and doing that a lot. And I am going to release the second part of the long chitty chat I had about the Q&A and then the discussions in general with with my friend Scott from the Toronto or some other recordings that I have. Maybe I'll put that as a best of or compilation somewhere. So it will be a pre-recorded show. I'll get it out. Anyway, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll check back next week. And then uh, we'll get a new, new, new content in a couple of weeks. Nobody speak. Nobody speak.